Okay, Tov. Today's daf is daf Zion in Ksubis, as we learned for a fourth time for Allah's ben Ruma and Yosef's real ben Chaim Michal. Yesterday we got down to the two dots, three lines into the wide lines on the Zion Ramal. Amar Chel, Amar Funa, Amar Abba, Bar Zavda, Bar Zavda, Amar Rab. All this was said in the name of Rab, and we'll see why we're going to refer to Rababa and Rab. Achas Pesul of whether the marriage is that of a virgin or a widow. Uh, meaning a woman who's been married before, that could be the same for a grusha, tuna bracha. Whether, whether this is her first marriage or not her first marriage, requires brachas. We're going to talk about the sheva brachas, right? The brachas that we make at a wedding and that we make in the uh, the sixth day, the day of the wedding, plus six more days, the total seven days, the shiva yomin. So here he says that whether it's a psula or amana requires bracha, which makes it sound that there's no difference between them. Whether amana gets married, a previously woman, a Previously owned woman, uh, they, they, they came up with that term. The Cadillacs weren't used cars; they're previously owned, right? Previously married woman apparently requires the same brachas. Did Rafuna really say this? This is Rafuna Amravava See here we see a contradiction. Rafuna on the one hand, Rafuna quoted Rafava Barzavta, who said a name of Rav that whether it's a psula or a mana, they both require. Let's call it Sheva Brachas, right? And on the other hand, Rafuna says that Amana does not require Sheva Brachas. It's low kasha. Kan the Brachas Amana, kan the Alman Shinas Amana. Okay. Uh, where he said that there was no, uh, where Rafuna said Amana Enotun Bracha was referring to where, where, the, where both the bride and the groom had been previously married. Kan the Alman Shinas Amana, right? If it's an Alman Shinas Amana, if they were both previously married, then they don't require any Brachas. You don't do any Sheva Brachas. Right, same thing. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it makes a difference whether they're divorced or not. He just he gives an example. He's just saying that it means that they're previously married. Alman is a widower and Alman is a, is a, is a uh, widow. But I think the same thing would apply to a Garush and a Grusha because they've been previously married. So so, so what are we saying? Now, Rafuna said that they don't, you don't have Sheva Brachas. That's where a uh, a, a man and a woman who've been both previously married, then they don't require brachas. But let's say uh, a uh, bachor, meaning a one, a, a, a ravak who's never been married before, um, if he marries an amana, then they do have sheva brachas because on his behalf, says the Gemara, okay, that's what you want to say now that when Rafuna said in the first place in the name of Abba, the name of Rab, that a that whether it's a psula or an almana needs sheva brachas, that's for the almanas marrying a boy who's never been married before. But if they've both been married before, then there's no sheva brachas. So, okay, that's what you're saying right now, but is that really the case? But almana shenasa almana, low? Yeah. No, no. What sheva brachas are we talking about? We're talking about the day of the wedding. What, what would, what, yeah, well, well, that's what we, at this point, we don't know that. At this point, the Gemara, we're talking about Sheva brachas at the wedding, not just Sheva brachas at the wedding, but for the for the seven days, let's say the Sheva brachas seven days. The Sheva brachos, as we're going to talk about, refer, refers to the brachas themselves, right. including Parvei We're going to talk that's on tomorrow's stuff. We're going to see about the Parvei plus the six brachas that we make at the at a wedding or at Sheva brachas. But that's the question over here. We're talking about apparently an Alman and Almana don't require any bracha at all, meaning. Even the day of the wedding, there's no special brachas that you make for them. Not even the first. Brachas. Not even the first brachas. Right, right. Not not. Not sure if you're one with. 
No, no, that, that, that we're going to talk about, but, but that's what we're assuming right now. At this point, we're saying that there's no, yeah, you don't have that about. Ashirtalana is really Birchus Erison. That's not really the Sheva Brachas. That's Birchus Erison, which is a separate thing. That you have to make sure they're getting married, that you have to make that's part of the, that's part of Chupin Kedushin. That's Chupin Kedushin. That would be required, but we're talking about the special Brachas that we bestow upon them. The like Gemara says that, that, uh, that you're not allowed to live with a Kala without Brachas is like, uh, is like more sleeping with a Nida. The Gemara gives that example. It doesn't mean literally that, but it means like that, that if you if you um, have a um, uh, if you have at this point we're saying an alman who marries an almana does not have sheva brachas. What we call sheva brachas. The birchas erisim is not the sheva brachas. That's the chumah kedushin. But the birchas that's what we're saying right now because he said Rafuna said on one hand that whether it's a psul almana has sheva brachas has brachos. We call that birchas. Rashi says here birchas chasanim tuna bracha birchan. That's what we're going to, we call it Sheva Brachas. That means Birchas Chasanim. And uh, on the other hand, he said, not, oh, not means where they're, where they're both been previously married. But if one of them, <coughs> as we'll see, but if, if, um, if the, uh, <coughs> the boy was previously, was not previously married, right? <coughs> the boy was not previously married. Now we're saying that in Afkamina. Where do you say that our monitor has Sheva Brachas? If the boy was not previously married. But if they were both previously married, Igmar says there's no Brachas at all. You don't make the Sheva Brachas. <laughs> so we're saying now that an almond, if they both previously married, there is no share of brachas. Is that really the case? That if an almond marries an almana, there is no share of brachas? said to me, Tana, he learned like this. How do you know that by Shevrach you have a minion? Where do you get the idea? You know, there we say Shevrach you have come into the Shevrach you have a minion. Not talking about the not talking about the Panam Chadashos. That's another thing we're going to come to. That you have somebody new, right? Shabbos the Panam Chadashos. How do you how do you know that? So how do you know that you're supposed to have ten people there? Shenemer it says Vayika Chasar Nashim in Rus. What happened? Boaz took ten men, Mizikneir of the elders of the city. Vayomer he said Shvupo and they sat here. And he said, listen, you know, uh, he didn't want to make the uh, Yibam, so I'm doing it, etc." cetera. When they sat there, he took 10 people. Now, what do you mean he took 10 people? He took 10 people, apparently, to make Sheva Brachas. Why do you need 10 people there? Because we know that Rus was an Almana, right? Her husband died. That was the whole story of Rus and Naomi, right? Naomi's two sons died, and Rus was married to one of them. So she was for sure an Almana. And we know, how do we know Boaz was on Amana? So the Gemara, Rashi quotes the Gemara in, in Baba Basra, it's Baba Basra, Yadav Tzadak Aleph, there it talks about that, what, that Ifzan was Boaz. Ifzan was a judge, and he had 30 sons and 30 daughters, so obviously he was married before. So we know that Boaz and Rus were both an Amana Amana, and yet he had brachas. Boaz, so how could you say that an almond who marries an almond has no shevrachas? When he said it's called Zion. He doesn't need shevrachas for all seven days. But the day of the wedding, you ask, what are you talking about at the wedding? At the wedding, the day of the wedding, you do have shevrachas. What do you mean the day of the wedding? At the wedding itself and at the suitors, any suitors that they had on the day of the wedding. You might have, maybe they got married at night and had one the next day. That one for one day, you do have, in other words, you have shevrachot for one day, for yom echad. That's what he's saying now. So now we're saying that what? That if 
uh, if the girl is a psula or the man is a ravak who's never been married, then you have shavu brachas for all seven days. If they're both, if they've both been previously married, you only have shavu brachas for one day, which is what we do. What about this? We just had the other day. Now, what's the reason why an almana gets married on Thursday? Why Thursday? So he'll sleep, he'll, he'll be with her fr- Thursday night. And that's why we said he shouldn't have on Thursday because they don't get to go to work the next day. And we want him to spend three days of, of joy and happiness with her together. So it says, were diligent on In other words, they were concerned with the welfare, even the almanas. She in three days. What do you think about three days now? You just said if it's an alman and an almana, it's one day. If it's a psula or a bachur, either one, right? If either one was not married before, then it's seven days. So what do you get three days from? If it's a boy, if it's a bo- if it's a boy who uh, has never been married before, he needs uh, he needs seven. Iba alman, and if he's an alman, um, only one day is enough. So what do you mean? We're talking about alman. It says you should spend three days with her. I understand if, if the if the husband, the new husband, is never been married before, you need seven. And if it's an alman, you only need one day. Could be that we're talking about an alman. If this alman is married to an alman, so we said only one day of brachas, of sheva brachas, but three days of simcha. Yes, you only say the brachas for one day, sheva brachas for one day, but he spends three days with her together without going to work. Spend three days together. After that, they had enough. It could be Svira Bachar. When this Almana that we're speaking about, that you should stay with her for three days, could be a Bachar. Shiva le Bracha Bishloshism. Again, three days he has to spend with her, but seven days of Brachas. So, no, no, no. The, the, in, the, in the case of the Bachar, in the case of the Bachar, you have seven days of Brachas. In the case of an Almana, Almana, oh no, one day for Bracha and three days of spending together. You don't need Brachas. You don't need Brachas for one day. So that's what we're saying now, that an, that an almana, that when, if, if it's an almana and almana, if both of them are previously married, you only have sheva brachas for one day. If it's, uh, if one of them has not been married before, either one of them, then you have sheva brachas for seven days. May say, is that really the case? It says in the Maran, I'm based now. It says you make for a psula, you make for seven days. Shiva means shiva yamim, sheva brachot. We're talking about Sheva Brachot for Shiva Yamim. Well, Amari Yamecha, no one day. My love, I feel Amarish You just said that what Rafuna Marab, the Zafta Amraf say that whether it's a Psul or Amana, seven days. I said Amana, not. No, no, no. And Amana, we're talking about Amana, where's the seven days? If the Amana marries a boy who's never been previously married, right? A single boy is never previously married. So my love, but here he says, no, a Psul is seven days and Amana is always one day. My love, I feel almonds, and this is Labacher, because he said Amman is always one day. So even if marries a Bacher, and you said before that Amman marries a Bacher, seven days. Slow. La almonds, being almond. Avala Bacher, my, but for a boy who's never been married, my Shiva, you do keep Shiva, Shiva, uh, Shiva, for Shiva, Yamim for seven days. Yachi listening to Bacher, Lapsula, Shiva, should say, you should be more specific. Say, for Absula, you always have Shiva Brachos for seven days. Ula Ammanish, and this is Labacher, also Shiva Yamim. If an almond marries an almond, it's only one day. So why didn't you say that specifically? This is our question. There's no question of psula is always seven days. And an almond with an almond is always one day of Sheva Brachas. But the issue is an almond who marries a Bachar. If you're saying it's seven days, why didn't you say that? There's a Milsub Siktikani. 
He says something which is definite. What did he want to say? He meant to say, I guess, the lack of Sul the Basim Shiva is always seven days. And like Almana the Basim, I want to tell you what's definite. What's definite is that Almana always has Shevrachs for at least one day. And Absul always has for at least seven days, even if Absul marries an Almond. You have cases where a person who's been previously married marries Absula now. That happens, right? So that Absul is always seven days. And an Almana is always minimum of one day. In other words, Absul is minimum of seven days. That's definite. And Almana is minimum of one day. But if an Almana marries a Bachar, that would be seven days as well. So it's not, not a Kasha on that. Rufa. How do you know that the Sheva Brachas that we make has to have with 10 people? Where do you get that from? So learn that from Boaz. Boaz took 10 men. Now, what did he do over there? You remember what happened was he went to the Plony Almani, who did not want to marry Rus because he said somebody was ahead of him in line. In those days, the lever at marriage was considered to be not like we had, not like we just finished four months of Yavamas, where it's always only Reuven's brother, when Reuven died with no children, that's the only Yivam. There is no other Yivam there. But in those days, it was con it's considered, the concept is that somebody in the family should take over. This was considered, and uh, Boaz said that of, even though he is a distant relative, there was somebody closer. The other guy says, I don't want that. I don't want any trouble. You, you do it. So he took 10 people and he get it together. And as we'll see, they also poskined over there. That question is, who was a Moabiyah? How is he allowed to marry her? So they darshan Amoni below Amonit, Moavi below Moavia. So therefore they were allowed to. That's what they darshan, and that's why he was allowed to marry her, right? Below Moavit or Moavia. So we learned over there in the previous Gemara that the only three people for You didn't have Tatibuyibam. So here you don't need 10. We're not talking about the Yibam over here. We're talking about that uh, at this point, you're raising a good point. What do you need 10 people for at all? So at this point, we're saying that he that the, the, the proof here is that you needed 10 people for Sheva Brachas. Nothing to do with the Yibam. He wasn't it wasn't really Yibam anyway, but even if you call that Yibam, wasn't really Yibam. And you don't need 10 people for Yibam. You don't need you just need two people for him to make sure that he that he did Yibam, that he married her. You know, like uh, every Kodava Shabarva is not less than two. But the other question was. We're discussing this issue. It said Boaz called 10 people together, apparently for the Sheva Brachas. That's how you know. For what? That he called 10 people for Sheva Brachas. For the Kedusha. I know we don't, but I'm the saying. Kedusha the Kedusha of a. Kedusha. Kedusha. Oh, Kedusha. You don't need 10 people. You don't need 10 people. No, like he just says. No. Oh, that's how he's actually. We're going to see another Drasha. We're going to see another Drasha. And why did he need Sikhna here? We're going to talk about that. But you're right, you don't need 10 people for Kedushin. You don't need people, you don't need 10 people for, and you don't need Zikna here for um, Shevrachas. Those of us who have attended Shevrachas know that sometimes we bring the dregs of society to yeah. Shevrachas. Anybody can show up, right? We don't take that, not because Canaan, right? You don't want Canaan, they'll make speeches, you know? Saviga Hasar and Hashem Zikna here by Yomer, and he said, Shvupo. So he says, okay, he took 10 people. Why did he take 10 people for? Why did he need 10 people? Must be for Sheva Brachas. That's how he darshan said. That's what Huna Barnosan said. He learned. How do you know? Bichas comes with 10 from that process. Rabbi says, no. That's not how you know. You talk and need 10 people. But not from there. Pasek says until him, In assemblies, they bless God. Hashem mi makor Yisrael. Hashem mi makor Yisrael. What does it mean, makor? Makor means, makor is a nice way of saying the source, the womb. 
So we're talking about inyanim of the womb, of getting married. Uh, they bless God. What does makela mean? An assembly, a gathering. And Rashi points out in the third line in Rashi from the top of the page, Alpichas Makor, on Bachar Makor, meaning of the womb, Sarah Kahal, behind Wasara. How do you know that Karl's Sara? Because it says, Kamo Hakalesa Ada, gather the Ada. And how much is an Ada? Aina Hakal Pachmi Ada, Ada Sara Kira, like you said, May Adas Maragum, right? May Adas Maragum, Admosela Ada Haraze, right? Hashem said, How long am I going to have this bad assembly of people? Who are we referring to? The Maraglam. How many Maraglam were there? Well, 12 were sent out, but Kalev and Yoshua. With Sadiqim, they reported the truth. Who were the bad guys? The bad guys were the ten. So you learn from uh, from the uh, um, from the Adas uh, from the spies that an Ada is ten, and Hakel that means you gather. That means you gather ten people together. That's how you know when it comes to Makor, when it comes to Inyanim of marriage, you need uh, for Sheva Brachas you need ten people. Not that you need for Kedushin, but for mer- for the for the Bracha you need ten people. Rav Nachman, the high quarter of Umay Darshley. What does Rav Nachman do? Rav Nachman learns it out from Boaz. How, what does he do with that pasuk in Makayos Barakam Shem Yisrael? Famous Rashi Miboy Lelekretanya. We learn how your Meir Omer. Menayin Shafilu Uben Shemay Iman Amur Shiolaim. How do we know that even the unborn fetuses at at the at the uh, Red Sea they also said the Shira. They all sang the Shira. Even unborn fetuses sang the Shira. Shneimer. They bless God in assemblies. Hashem Makor Yisrael, even from those in the womb. They bless God even from the Makor. That's his drush, the mayor said. The Edach, the other one, meaning, um, what is Rabavu who learns that Makos uh, Kim is speaking us about marriage, not about blessing God from the womb at the, at the Yam. The Edach, Imkein it should say, you know, the ones in the in the womb, meaning in her stomach, in her in her in her womb, they bless God. My me makor. Why use the lushan of makor? Say from the Bethan, we all know the fetuses are in there. Why that lushan of makor? Makor is more like uh, the lower area, you know, like the uterus. The uterus. My my me makor al iske makor. We're talking about marriage, marriaging. That's where we're dealing with the the womb, the womb where the baby is. That's called more like the Bethan. So therefore. Uh, he says that the drasha is for marriage. What is Rav Nachman? You also got, you guys also didn't like the drasha from Boaz, you know, uh, about uh, how do you know he's speaking about about Sheva Brachas? What does Rav Nachman do with that? Uh, Rav Nachman, the high credit Rav Nachman, Rav Avu learns out that you need a minion of ten people, a quorum for Sheva Brachas. What does he do with that pasuk of Vayikah Chasara Anoshim Music the of Boaz? What does he do with the pasuk of Boaz? In other words, he took tens canem to make the drusha to say, listen, I wanted I want you to, we're making a psak here. I'm gonna marry Rus, who is a convert, but am I allowed to marry her? After all, she's a Moabite woman. The answer is yes, because the post says Hashem. Only a male, an Ammoni, not an Ammonius, not a, only a male Moabite, not a female Moabite. All right, how do I know that's the drasha? If you say like you, Rav Nachman wants to say that he called 10 guys in there for the for uh, uh, Sheva Brachas, Osagi loves Canaan, it's not good enough if they're not Canaan. Why did they have to be Canaan? Why, if you have Sheva Brachas, like we say, you bring any guy in, bring any 10 schnooks in, and you get the Sheva Brachas. Those that have to be skainim, why not skainim? It must be wives are called skainim. He brought skainim in for a These were elders. These were rabbis. 
to say, listen, I want you all to give the gushpanka the seal that that's the that uh, that I'm allowed to marry her. Pardon? Why ten? Why ten? Oh, oh, so why ten? They, they, good kasha. Edith, they'll say, if it's just for the drasha, why do I need ten for? You just said that what? If, if it's for bracha, I don't need elders. Yeah, but why do I need ten? That's exactly what the Gemara says here. Kasha, the Edach, Isak, Elam, Medrash. If you're just coming for the drudge, Shemoni, Belmas, why do I need ten people for? It says Ain, the Parsim. You needed to to publicize it. Rukanam, the Shmuel, the Rav Chana, like the Shmuel said to Rav Chana from Baghdad. Interesting that uh, Rashi tells us over here. Baghdad was a city in uh, in Bavel, right? That was a city in Bavel. So, uh, like you know, like we don't know that. You know, I guess today we know that. that maybe then it wasn't such a big city. He says, uh, he says, bring me 10 people. I'm going to pass in front of them. That a, an unborn child can acquire something if somebody else acquires it. Obviously, an unborn child can't make a king themselves. But if somebody else is allowed to acquire something for a, an unborn child and, and with, with effect. It has effect. But he told them, I bring in 10 people to publicize the issue. So the answer is, According to, according to, um, Rav, according to Rabavu, what's the drush? What's the story with Boaz for? Story of the Boaz to teach me Amoni below Moadis. That's why he had elders. Why do you have ten to publicize the matter? According to the other pshat, according to Nachman, no, that pasuk is to teach me Sheva Brachas needs ten. Either way, however you learn, Sheva Brachas is with ten people. If you don't have ten people, you don't make Sheva Brachas, right? You have ten people, and as we'll see, one of them at least one of them has to be a Param Chadashis, as we know. Uh, interesting that this week, you know, you have, uh, we're starting the um, the three weeks. And one of the things in the three weeks is that you don't get married, you know, you don't perform weddings during the three weeks, right? Everybody makes a wedding before, after the three weeks. That's what it says, that it's not proper to get married. So um, Rav Zilberstein, who's in, from Ben Abrak, and from, uh, from uh, he lives in Ramat Gan, uh, he was the son-in-law of Rav Yashiv. So, um, he gives a shir. I listened to his shir yesterday. He says the interesting thing. He once gave a psak that that you uh, about something that you could get married in the three weeks. Give a psak something to get married in the three weeks. And he said you could. And he said he, he ran it by Rebel Yashiv, you know, and and he agreed with him. So what was the case? He said there was a, somebody made aliyah from Russia years ago, you know, and they said they were in a small. They came from a small village. There was no Jews there. There was no nothing. There was no rabbi. There was no nothing. So they got married as a common law. They got married together. They made Aliyah now. And um, so they came to this. The question came up, you know, now they can get a proper wedding. So wait till after the three weeks. Wait till after three weeks to make a proper wedding. So, but they were living as man and wife. Wouldn't it be better for them to be married properly? So in the case like that, he married them even during the three weeks. But the usher said, do it, do it. Quietly, in other words, without any public tamper, just have two Adam. So he did it in his house. He got two Adam to, to do it, not to have a, have a public thing. But he allowed to get married, right? But that it's better that they should be married halachically, and, and that they should, rather than they should live in sin. And in that case, what's he going to do? Tell them to go uh, set, you know, part ways till the after the three weeks. They didn't even probably know what the three weeks were. So he explained to them. And in the case like that, he married them in three weeks. Yeah, so I guess the they didn't. Here, I guess they didn't have Sheva Brachas there. You understand that? So. The Uber is just uh, the There's nothing. The case here. No, the, the reason is, as you mentioned over here, because because what does Rav Nachman do with Rav Nachman's pasuk? 
It's yeah. a famous drasha, right? I feel that you say that you know a lot of drushes about that. You know, Rosh Shifcha Shaviyah Masha Lo Ra Yecheskel Ben Buzi, right? A lot of things said about about the uh, uh, you know about the parting yeah, of the yeah, sea, yeah. you know, all that. The um, and one of the things that's said about it is that Obershem here it's just brought down because that's what Rav Nachman does with Rabu's possible. Rabu says that possible teach me that you need ten people for Sheva Brachas, and Rav, and Rav Nachman says no, that's what that possible is. Right, right. Rabbi Vu says that teaches you that you have to have a minion for Sheva Brachas, and Rav Nachman, who loses the minion, how do you know Sheva Brachas from, from Baboas, learns that Pasuk for the concept of the Uber um, uh, praising God, of, of, the, of, the, of the Uber praising God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They say Birchas Chasanam, which we return to as the Sheva Brachas. They do Birchas Chasanam, meaning at the Chuppah. You don't do it before, apparently. No. Even in the Erisim, again, today we do it together, so it doesn't make a difference. But in those days, when they had the Erisim before the Nesuin, maybe months before, even a year before, so you even make the Bracha there. I'm Rabbi Yavaisit, I'll tell you, I'll explain Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda when Rabbi Yehuda said that he did the base Erisim, that's because in Yehuda, the custom was not in Shomron, but in Yehuda, the custom was that the they would let the Chassan um, and Kala have a date. You know, they would they would put them together in a room. In other words, in other areas, they would do it like the Chassidim do. They make a shirach and the Chassan and Kala don't see each other. Here he says they would they would put them together and have them together because they have yichud in order for him to feel comfortable. They don't want to meet. They don't want them to meet for the first time at the wedding, so they uh, they make That's a yichud. That's why, yeah, but no, he says that's why even at the Arison, he says, after Arison, because they make a bracha there, uh, because they, the Chasun Kala get together there, so you make the brachas there too. The, the, even the, the Sheva brachas, even at the, even at the, um, even at the Arison. Tanya Yich, another bride said, Mabarchim Birchas Chasanim, Beis Chasanim. The Birchas Chasanim, again, the Sheva brachas you do when they get married with the Chuppah. Birchas Arison, the Beis Arison. The Arison, you do on a base erison. No, you're not, not that you did birchas chasanim, but when Rebuda said, even base erison, so he said, okay, that's only in Yehuda because the chasan and Kala get together there, so we make the we make Sheva brachas for them even there, which wasn't common throughout Israel. But in the birchas, the other bride says, no, in, at, at a chuppah, you did Sheva brachas. Birchas erison, at the erison, you just make birchas erison, which is what we do. Birchas erison, the base erison. Birchas erison, my parchas. What's the birchas So That's the bracha that we make at, at a wedding today. When they, the whole bracha that the uh, Masada Kedushin uh, makes is really birchas And What is my mabarach? So Rabban Baravada, Baraba Baravada, these two sons of Ravada, Tavai Mishmei Barbuda said like this. This is the bracha. And this is the bracha that we're familiar with. Hashem commanded us about forbidden relationships, but also learned us arusos, and even forbade us arusos. So Rashi points out over here. Interesting. Here Rashi is the whole question is yichud. You know, yichud is also, you're not supposed to be secluded with a woman that's not your wife or with, and that's not your children or your mother. You're not supposed to be secluded. So many Rishonim learn out from the Gemara, it's Gemara about Azara, that it's really the Oraisa. It's like the rice, but there's no specific Pasik. There's a Pasik Mecha. It's more like a uh, Asmachta. But some say it's a derisis, some say it's not. In any case, that yichud with a forbidden woman 
is is uh, generally is assumed to be the orisa in some form. It's not necessarily uh, one of the tarid mitzvahs, but it's like a orisa. Like we say many times, Gavosha says about about uh, It's not a specific. It's not in the tarid mitzvahs, but it's a orisa. Then he says that the rabbis were gozer, meaning David Amelach came along and gozer even on the pnuya. You're not supposed to be secluded even with a single girl. And the afarusa lo and they were not matra even arusa. You shouldn't have yichud with her until you come into the chuppah. Okay, so you have to, you know, so here, that's part of the bracha. We say, uh, so here Rashi says, by the way, if it's the rabbis, right, who ushered uh, who the arusas to us, the hitalonas and asuas, only were matur, the mayor, only matur to be with women who are married to us, like the chuppah b'kedushin, so why what's Ashiak Shamza Sibana? It's the same thing I said by Eris Hanukkah, because uh, where, where did Hashem didn't command us, the Rabbanin command us. The answer is Lo Sasur, that we're supposed to listen to the rabbis also. But Rabban Rashi says, Nami Barkham bit Sibanu, but also Lanu, that Ashkin bin Er Hanukkah. We find where's Ashek Shamza Sibana? We say Ashek Shamza Sibana, Ladak near Shal Hanukkah. Hashem didn't command us. There's no Hanukkah in the Torah. The answer is, but the Chacham said to us, we have a mitzvah of Lo Sasur, we have a mitzvah to listen to the Chacham. So that's the bracha that we make. Even though Minat Torah, the, the Arusa is not offered to be with, to sleep with, but the rabbi said no, not until Nesuin. Rav, that's what we call also, you know, in, in Yiddish, you're saying in Hebrew also, you give Chupin Kedushin. Give Chupin Kedushin. It was the Kedushin before the Chupin, right? Kedushin is usually before the Chupin. That's the Lashon idea of Chupin Kedushin. He ends off with we end off with a bracha. He has an ending, a closing, a conclusion, right? And some, so he says, who ended off? Ravad ended off with that bracha too. Some did. Mandalo Chasim, the one who doesn't end off that way, that don't go into other topics without Rashi's Tatipakoshas. You can say bar parades and that's it, or a mitzvah, tefillin, uh, right? You don't you don't have a separate afterwards. Uman the chasim, the one who does end off midi davia kedusha, because we mentioned in an asher kedushim sub and aidei we mentioned kedushin, so it's like kiddush. In kiddush we say a bracha at the end, mikadash shabbos or mikadash yisrael basmanim, right? Even the bolashim kedusha rashi says kikiddush ayom mach chasmin ala. We we close it off with a bracha at the end. There, because we say there's a hefsek in the middle. By Kiddush, we mention other things in the middle, so we end up with a bracha too. So this is like Kiddush, so we end up with a bracha too. And that's what we do, right? If you look in the Nusach, So we said, everybody agrees that, that Sheva Bracha has to be with 10 people. Right, Kol Shiva, all seven days. All seven days we learned that's for a Sula or an Almana who's married to a Bachur. Bachur meaning a boy who's been married. Amar Buda, Rusha Bam That's only if somebody new has shown up. Shabbos is also Panam Chadashis. You know, saying Shabbos, you don't need, a, you don't need another person because Panam Rashi Tosas points out the last Tosas on the page. It said, Amar Kodesh Baruch Hu, when Shabbos come, Mizmo Shiliyam, a Shabbos, Amar Kodesh Baruch Hu, Panam Chadashis, Paul, the guy, Namar Shiliyam, say Shira. That's when somebody new shows up, there's like a new simcha. He hasn't joined us yet now. It's like a new simcha. Somebody else is coming. Let's rejoice. Oh, here we have another guest. Let's, let's, let's sing some more. So that's the idea of Panam Chadashas. So again, 
Yeah, okay, but still, right? Um, what brachas do you, what are the brachas that we make? So you're talking, what are the Sheva brachas? I don't think so, because we're talking about the 10, the 10 he's made. Yeah, yeah, but the, of the 10, in other words, call Shiva, uh, during the seven days, we say, Sarah means men, and that's upon productions, you usually mean the, the man. Uh, yeah, we don't count the women here. My uh, Mavarach, what what are the brachas that we make? So here he lists these six brachas besides Barakarakafen. If you've ever made a wedding, I've messed that up at a wedding. Uh, those cards that they give out. In other words, at a wedding, the Barakarakafen is said first. So use a sitter unless they have a special one for a wedding. A smart rabbi will come with a piece of with a with a brachas in front of him because I once messed that up. I used one of those cards for the Sheva brachas at the wedding, and that's the wrong order. Did the wrong order at the wedding, yeah. Anyway, so besides the bar prayer which is one of the seven, right? You make a bracha at, at the Sheva brachas at a meal or at the he's it's the last bracha. So here at, at the wedding at the chuppah, they start off with the bar prayer uh, and then what are the next brachas? Number one, she'akol baruch bodo, right? Now, this has nothing to do with the wet with the chasan and kala, as Rashi points out. She'akol baruch bodo is everything is made for God, meaning when you when you, they gather together. They could have said that bracha right away. That's the cover of makam and people are coming together for a simcha. So technically they could have made that bracha as soon as they sat down to eat. In other words, not just at the Shabbat later on. As soon as they got together there, as the people came together for the wedding or for the feast, could have said that, but it's better to do it a la It's better when you have brachas, you make them a la Check out The second one is Yosir Adam. Again, talking about God's creation. Again, this has nothing to do with the wedding itself, but if we're giving shvach to Hashem, because Hashem created uh, people, right? So that's Hashem created the people. And therefore, we start, uh, that's the second bracha. Second bracha is Yotzer Adam, right? So, mm-hmm. he, he drink, right, he, at the end. Oh, you can make it, because you make a bracha for other people. That's not problem. Yeah, yeah, he's back to Yotzer. Of course, he has bracha for Yotzer, and he shouldn't be mafsikim between, of course. Yeah, okay. He does, also, he doesn't right. have to. Doesn't have to. Okay. Somebody else can drink. Yeah, somebody else can drink. You don't have to drink yourself. You can make a bracha for somebody else, right? So um, that's that's another thing that he brought up the Shaila. That, that uh, some have permitted this month's Shabbos is also Shabbos right. Some have a opinion not to drink wine at all during the three weeks. Most of us just have Ashkenazim right. only during the nine days. But uh, but also even those who only who don't have a minute for the three weeks. But since it's actually Shavasar Batamas, they don't drink wine. So what they do is they bring it to a kid. There was a story with a, uh, you know, so you give it to a kid to drink. So he told me, he told me, I'm going to make it up, I'll make a prayer and you drink. So he made the brachas, and then he gave it to the kid, and the kid got angry, and he said, Ma, I need Shavas Goy Shulcha. And he ran away. And he ran away. And the Shaila was, you know, he got angry, and he ran away. So does he have to make another bracha or not? So the psak was that he doesn't think another bracha because that bracha is good for you know anybody. You know? <laughs> Anyways, that was the story. Okay, so the second one is Yotzer Adam, which is in general is talking about creation. Again, Adam by himself, right? Yotzer Adam, and not necessarily um, you know the, the the wedding. Okay, that's why these two these two brachas were just said because we're going to say the Malakos, but it's not for the wedding itself. It's just giving shvach v'odat Hashem. Then. Asher Yatsar as Adam Salmo. That already is the first of the brachas that are referring to the uh, the husband and wife. 
And that's why we start off with you see, the first one is the Otsar Adam, and then is the first of the series really relating to the wedding. And that's why you have a bracha at the beginning and the end, because you start off, if I have a bracha at the end, uh, the, like, like in Shemun Esrei, right? We don't make a bracha at the beginning. The beginning, we make a bracha at the beginning because it's the beginning of a series. But if it's if it's a bracha, what's called we don't make a bracha at the beginning, only at the end. So here, this is the first bracha, this bracha we make at the beginning. He doesn't put in the bracha, but it's in there because it's the beginning of the series. And what's this bracha? This is bracha number three. Asher Yatsar Sa'adam Bitsalmo, Bitsalam Dumus, Asher created him in his image, Bitsalam Dumus, Nitimishtapi, so his form was in him. This came on Minabimiad, and he made for him a binyan adayad, which is Asher made a binyan. What's the binyan? By even Asatzel, Asher created woman from man. This came on binyan adayad, it will be a, a forever, an everlasting, uh, an everlasting uh, bit, uh, structure. Okay, that's right. The fourth, the next bracha is Sostasis. Which doesn't begin with Baruch Hashem. Why? Because this is already in the series. Baruch Hashem, Malkin is the beginning of the series. Again, the first two are not really related to the wedding. Then the third one begins the series for the wedding, and we say so. What does this have to do with the wedding? Because now right? Because we have to mention Yerushalayim, right? With that, uh, um, it's it's also. So we talk about Yerushalayim. That's the Akara, the barren woman. So maybe she rejoiced, but Tagel let her rejoice, this barren woman. When her children will come back, we'll gather into her. So this is a bracha for Yerushalayim, not really the wedding, right? But at, at our Simcha, we have to mention Yerushalayim. Then the next, that's number four, right? Number five. May these good friends, love, these loving friends, be happy together. Like now we're talking to Chasam Kalik, like Hashem created, who created you, began Eden, Hashem created Adam and Chava, made them happy, them from early times. But here again, we're not talking about this Chasam and Kalik, we're talking about in general about the idea of Chasan and Kala, that Hashem created two people back in, in the Garden of Eden. And then we talk about the chassan and kalo, right? He does say, it's a bracha to you, you should be like them. But we're talking about in general about chassans and kalos that Hashem made male and female uh, to, to, uh, to procreate and continue uh, and continue. And bracha to Hashem, elokeinu Now we come to the next bracha, which is the last bracha, what we call bracha achrita, right? Bracha achrita. We're not, again, the six, not including Barfa Gafan. Hashem created joy and happiness, chasam Kala, Gila, Rina, rejoicing and um, and uh, singing, Ditsa, uh, dancing, Chedba, and um, uh, you know, it, it, it also means like to, you know, delightfulness, Ava, but loving, lovingness, Achim, brotherhood, Shalom, peace, Boreas, and friendship. In our speedily, maybe speedily here, maybe Hashem should we should be able to hear in our Rehuda and and the courts of Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim, Kolsasan, Kolsimcha, the the voice of uh, of uh, joy and happiness, Kolsimcha, Kolchasim, Kolchala, Kol Mitzalus, Chasan, Chabasim. We hear the singing of the Chasanim as they come out of their Chopa, Unar Mishnah Gusim, and the youth 
from their uh, from their uh, feasts of uh, of singing. This is already the specific bracha for them that they should be that the this chosan and kala should be happy together. Levi equal bay Rebbe. Levi attended the house of Rebbe Shimbre when Rebbe was marrying off his son Rav Shimon. Levi attended the wedding and he and they honored him with the sheva brachas. Baruch Hamesh. He only made five out of these six. We're not talking about the Baruch Agafet. Doesn't mention here. Notice he doesn't mention sheva brachot. The sheva we're talking about is days, right? But we call it the sheva brachos because there's seven. But the Birchas Chasam is really the six. The Baruch Agafet you'd rather say another bracha. So out of the six, he only said five. And Rashi says, which one did he skip? He skipped number two. He skipped number two, Yotzer Adam, right? He skipped the share. Now, if you look at number two, number two is Yotzer Adam. Number three is Asher Yatsaris Adam at Salmo. Okay, so that's already the beginning of the whole, of the whole series. But why they're both about Yitzir Adam? So he skipped the second one. Ravasi Iklabei Ravashi. Ravasi attended the wedding that in the house of Ravashi Bilul Demar Bure when Ravashi made a wedding for Mar his son. Or says he said all six. What's Machlok? He said Demar Saber Chadi Yitzir One says that what that Hashem created man and woman together. There was only one Yitzira. Remember the idea that he made two, two heads or two forms, two faces, and then he split them, one Yitzira Habe. That's why there's no need to mention both Yotzer Adam and Asher Yatzar. Omar No, there were two. That's why he said bracha number two and number three, Yotzer Adam and Asher Yatzar, because there were two Yitziras. In other words, that what? That Hashem first created man, and then he created her either from his tail or took the bone out, whatever it was, but it wasn't with two faces originally. Maybe that's the machlok. We're going to have the machlokus later on. So, look, everybody says there was one Yitzir. Masavar, Vasa Machshavas Linam. Once as you look at Machshavas, that Machshavah originally was what? To create them. Vasa Machshavah, the Machshavah was, um, uh, here Rashi says, Vasa Machshavah as Linam, Sheshnaimo, Machshavah, Liboros, Minivah, Echad. Shem originally was going to create two, and at the end he only created one. So the machshava was two. So he says he mentioned two brachas. Hashem only made one person. At the end, Hashem only made Adam, and he created her out of out of him. And therefore, you go basa the ma'isa. That's the machosi. Kiyadra Buda Ramiksivit says this kashi had a kashi in a steer. It says vayiver looking misadam b'tzalmo and brachas. And then it says later on in Perakay it says zachor nekeva bra'am. It says no one. It says Hashem created Adam like one. And then it says zachor nekeva him two. So, okay, so the Trilol Machshavel Rashan originally was going to create two. That's how it was. So, so that's what we can say here, too. Everybody agrees that, that at the end he only created one. There is a Machlokas about it later on. But over here, you could say everybody says he created only one. The question is, is Machshavel originally was two, but he changed his mind. He only did one. Ravashi, Ikla, I have a Kasha on this. I've had this Kasha since ninth grade, and I remember somebody told me an answer, but I never, the answer wasn't great. If you look in the Posik and Bracious, it says, Vayvil Kamas Adam at Salmo. In the same Pasuk, it says Zachar gave a Brosam. So why don't you ask the Pasuk itself? Why do you ask your Pasuk later on Zachar There's an answer, but I'm not sure what the answer is. Ravashi Ikla, the Kasha always spells better than the answer. Ravashi Ikla, Bey Ravkana, he went to Ravkana, he went to Ravkana. The first day, Barakul, the first day, he said all the Brachas, all Shabbos. Afterwards, if there's a Panakul, then he said all the Brachas. The other sense. Below, if not, if there's no new Panam Chadashos, even if it was a Psula or a Bachar, you do Sheva Brachos for seven days, but if there was no Panam Chadashos, he didn't make the Sheva Brachos, he didn't make the Rats. Ilo Afushi Simcha Be'am, it's just continuing the first Simcha, Mavarach Shev Simcha Be'ono. Where do you say Brachos Simcha Be'ono? Benching. Benching. Nevarach Lekenu Shev Simcha Be'ono Shechal Mishalo. So that's what he would do. In other words, if there was no Panam Chadashos, he would do Simcha, Asher Barah, right? 
only the last bracha. In other words, he didn't do Sheva brachas. He only did, he mentioned the Simcha Bono, and he mentioned in, in, in Zimun, assuming he had three, and he said the last bracha, only one bracha, not Sheva brachas, only one bracha. Yeshiva Shalashim, from the seventh day to the 30 days, after Sheva brachas, 30 days, to the seventh day, whether they came because of the wedding, if he told him, come and have a meal with me, whether he mentioned because of the wedding or maybe some guests were still in town, they hadn't returned yet back to their homes and they were still hanging around there between seven and 30 days after the wedding. So whether they mentioned, you just, you just said, that you could add on to the Zimun, but you didn't, no more, no more of the Sheva brachas. You come after 30 days, if he said, listen, come together because the wedding, you're still here. The, the guests are still here. It's two months later. You know, you're still here. If he said, because the wedding, but if he didn't, if he didn't mention because the wedding, then there's having a meal. He didn't even mention that. Right. And if he said, because of the wedding, till when could you say, you're saying that after, after 30 days, if he said, because of the wedding, you mentioned until when, even until 12 months, meaning a year. In other words, if, if, if you have people coming for a meal and you say, listen, my son got married, you know, a couple of months ago, come and join us for a meal. You could still say, you could still say in the, in the Zimun, in the benching. But of course the uh, bracha of the Asher Barah, the last bracha that we talked about, that's not said after the seven days at all. And even in the seven days, if you don't have Panam Chadashas, you only say that bracha and Simchamon and that's it. All right, we'll take it here tomorrow, Mitch. The, the, the confusion seems to be a lot of people think you need seven days. Right. right. Because you, on Shabbos, you have three Shabbos. That's right. That's right. You can end up with 20 Shabbos. 21, yeah, right, right. No, I'll tell you what, I thought about that. I think it, if it would be, if, if that would be the case, we're talking about the number of brachos, uh, the number of days, then um, it would be Shiva. You know, the brachos is going, the Shiva is going on brachot. Right. There are seven brachot, right. uh, which are said for Shiva Yamim. So the Shev Ruchas refers to the, uh, or as we say, Sheva Ruchas, you know.